Welcome back, everyone, to the Flyover Show. My name is Joe Wheel. We have an unbelievable show for you today. We are going to talk absolutely everything week six NFL football. We're going to talk about maybe a little college football. We're going to dibble. We're going to dabble. We're going to get into absolutely everything. But before we do that, I want to talk to my good friend, Scott Wyman. Scott, how are you doing? How was the weekend? What's up, Joe? It was a good weekend. Bunch of various forms of football. Watched some college football, coached some football, mm. scouted some football, watched yeah. some more football. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was expecting you to give me like a what? Why? Scott Weinman, uh, legend, high school coach, uh, junior varsity. Oh, brother. Varsity. Yeah. JV head coach. JV head coach, uh, varsity, two sides of the football, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska legend. So we had a as I'm sure a lot of you did out there quite the weekend of football, watching football Saturday, some beautiful college football, some excellent NFL football, uh, some not so great NFL football. We're going to talk about all that and more. Um, so let's start this thing off. Right. Thursday night football Mm -hmm. coming in commanders, bears looking at it coming in. We all knew it was going to be a stink fest. I said on this show, as the game was happening, can't be, that bad they've been so bad because two teams can play and it could still be entertaining mm-hmm. it was not this game sucked scott i know we didn't we weren't able to watch it live um there was uh some interesting stuff that happened this game carson wentz coming into this game fifth in the league in passing yards he gets hurt at some point i don't know how at what point it, i don't know how much it affected him but this offense has some weapons Commanders beat the Chicago Bears 12 to 7. Did you expect this game to be that low scoring? Um, I suppose yes, just by like means of incompetence. They're yep. both fairly competent NFL defenses. Um, and both seem like pretty hamstrung offenses. Um Yeah, I, the return of Brian Robinson, that's certainly gonna help Washington be a little bit more dynamic. That was awesome. That was awesome. It's it's a great story. He kind of runs funny. I don't ever remember watching him run the football before. We're super long legs. He's sort of a taller running back. Is he running a little different because he just got shot? Because he got shot. Totally possible. Legs. Totally possible. Like I said, I don't remember ever watching him play football before he got shot. What college did he go to? He went to. Obviously, we looked this up because we are professionals. Alabama. Oh. Well, then I definitely did watch him play college football. Wow, big guy, 6'1", 228. Um, yeah, I mean, he looked he looked good. He definitely gives him a little bit more of a dyna- dynamic element. Uh, if Washington can take a little bit off of Carson Wentz's plates, so then they can be a better offense. Have to. Have to. Have to take a little more off of Carson Wentz's plate. Um, Justin Fields, 14 for 27 for 190. Again, just can't throw the ball downfield. Um if you're going into that game at saying you're going to throw the ball more than 20 times with Justin Fields, it's probably a bad game plan. You have two pretty good running backs in Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, who they did, you know, they spread the ball around pretty well. But I'm trying to think, I had a point at the beginning of this, but I totally forgot. What do you, how do you feel? So we did not watch the first half um, the game much. We were, we were obviously involved in some Wii Sports uh, yes, pre-show. Yes, that's right. Scott was hitting dingers. He was showing me up in tennis, uh, much more athletic when it comes to Wii Sports than me. Um, So as Scott was leaving, second half started. Second half was actually pretty entertaining. Oh, uh, right. The way the game ended was very entertaining. Justin Fields, 
Uh, there was a lot of sloppy play in this game coming from some of the receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington, um, I believe it was Curtis Samuel had a couple bad drops. Uh, Chicago Bears had a similar problem. Uh, Justin missed some throws, but at the end of the game, he really kind of made some beautiful plays. He had like a 65-yard rush in the final drive, set him up. Sure. Uh, there was a pass to the back of the end zone, which he was actually a very nice pass. But a lot of Chicago Bears fans feel was uh, missed pass interference. Um, and then he put the ball on the money to, I want to say, Darnell Mooney. Um, I think I think it was actually... Uh, this, this is the problem with us uh, doing a pod four days after this game. Yeah. <laughs> and watching a lot of football in between. Well, they're a Chicago Bears receiver. If it happened right... Right as we we're doing this, I just don't know if yeah. I can name the guy. Thursday night, I don't have any problem with the broadcast. They're really giving them stinkers of games. Uh, at, at one point in this game, it had been 40 straight possessions in Thursday night without a touchdown. That's primetime football. Primetime, primetime football this year has been a problem. Off the top of my head, uh, Chargers-Chiefs was a banger. That game yep. was exciting. Well, it's because here's the problem. Four, four of the prime time football games this year out of the, you know, three times six. So four out of 24 Ooh. have been involving the Denver Broncos. They stink. They stink. And our, it was, I mean, it was obvious after the two games, like, oh, there's one game. I mean, it's that, I mean, you can't flex. You can't flex out of it. Mm-mm. No. I mean, that, that, that first week against Seahawks, that game was kind of weird. Denver probably should, I mean, should is a weird word. They definitely could have won that game. They had two, you know, they fumbled on the goal line twice. It's kind of a weird game. I think you kind of, you don't take much from that as far as Denver is concerned, I don't think. Oh, new head coach, new quarterback. Um, just meshing, as Scott said, uh, Natty Hackett and Russell Wilson is like uh, the new owner student going to uh, prom with the transfer student. Um, but then just, they look, they've, I mean, Seattle might have been their best-looking game. It was against the worst team they played. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not say that Seattle's worse than the Commanders. We'll see. Do they play each other? Mm, do they or did they? I don't know. Well, I don't think they did either. Do they? Do they? Do they have a game coming up? Washington Commanders no. versus no. Um, Washington Commanders. Uh. I mean, obviously a lot going on with the ownership. Not a good look for Washington at all when post-game they're interviewing Brian Robinson and he's talking, like, the first or second question they're asking about his experience getting shot, how he, you know, made it through, all that, you know, stuff you expected him to be asked. And as he's answering, Washington Commanders fans are chanting right next to the broadcast, very audibly, sell the team, sell the team. So the team, as he's answering that question, just terrible looks from the commanders. Uh, we've talked about it. We'll talk about it. Um, I'm sure a lot more. Dan Snyder uh, looks to be on the ropes. Said uh, spokesman said today or spokeswoman um, that he will not sell the team, but he also said that they would not change the name of the team like a month before they change the name of the team. So yeah, we will see. I mean, obviously, there's a number out there that he would sell the team for, but I see him as, like, very unlikely to sell the team, being as he was a childhood fan of the team. And he's just become so entrenched in his position with how much outside, what, 
good with this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, I was trying on. to keep the flow going. It, we've spent way too much time on a game that was really, really crappy. No, never too much. Never too much time. Um, San Francisco 49ers play against the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons win 28-14 to in uh, a game that looked pretty dominant for Atlanta. Marcus Mariota threw 14. He had 14 attempts. They win that game 28-14. to Against a Niners team that's injured, but I mean, it's obviously very stacked. Um, I think when Trey Lance got hurt in week two, everyone assumed Jimmy G and the Niners were kind of going to roll just because of how talented that roster is. Um, a lot of NFC, there's Niners are not alone. A lot of NFC teams that are expected to be incredibly good uh, are at three and three right now. Um, but Marcus Mariota leads the team. You know, game managing, if you will, 129 passing yards, um, 50 on the ground. They had three. I mean, really, they had three guys over 50 rushing, which isn't you know mind-boggling, but you know they made yeah. some plays on special teams. They did what they needed to win, and yeah, so- they keep finding ways to win. Uh, I think Arthur Smith is a really, really good head coach. Um, I think the true test will be maybe in a few years if they get some weapons around him, if he can coach a good team, because he's definitely a do-more-with-less guy right now. Um, only asking Marcus Mariota to throw 14 times. I mean, if we go through the weapons, like, just, like, castaways and B-level guys and undrafted We're free agents. Kyle Pitts. Yes, and Kyle Pitts. <laughs> That's the the one big-name guy that everyone has is Kyle Pitts, and he's been very underwhelming this year. What about Drake London? We got London on the track. True. Drake London. A rookie wide receiver, second on the team in receiving. Uh, who's who's their leading receiver, Joe? Fuck if I know. <laughs> Just try and pr- give that name a shot. Give that name a shot. Um, dude, obviously I know that it's fucking London on a track. Oh, so, oh, go back, go back, go back. I meant in the game. Oh, in the game. Alameda Zacchaeus. <laughs> Alameda Zacchaeus, a name. That sounds like it's right out of the Bible. That sounds like it's uh, right out of the Key and Peel skit. <laughs> One or two. I'd never heard of him before. Respect, because he had a good game. But you know how many Key and Peel bits they did about that? I'm sure they kept probably kept coming back to the well. They beat that horse to the to absolute death. <laughs> They they did they like third or fourth one they did with a lot of NFL players or like a lot of real players sprinkled <laughs> in like they had uh, Prince of Mukamara in it. Mm. Um, it might have had Sue. I don't think they had Sue. It's a pretty big name to get for this game. Yep. But um, San Francisco 49ers, I don't know if there's too much worry. Even when they've besides that year they went to the Super Bowl, they've always kind of struggled a little bit, and they work things out. Brandon Ayuk had a great game. Uh, a couple tuds for him. Kittle getting a little bit more involved. I don't know. It was if if you can stop the run against the 49ers, then they're screwed, right? Yeah. yeah. Asking Jimmy G to throw the ball 40 times is too many times. Well, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. I mean, you're going to get two picks every 25 passes, or well, let's say every 20 passes from Jimmy G, you're going to get a pick. So, so Scott, coming into this season, uh, there's a lot of talk about. A young man in New England. Yes. This young man, uh, a little charismatic. He danced at the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned a lot of heads. Mm-hmm. Was consistent. Always consistent. Mm-hmm. And good. Yeah. We even say good. 
never mind-boggling. I don't know if he entirely flashed, flashed, like you'll see some rookies with insane athletic ability, but he managed the game well, got him a lot of wins, got him to the playoffs. New England was excited. Mm -hmm. He gets hurt. The rookie that they drafted decently high, not high, but mm -hmm. what, fifth round? Fourth round. Fourth, Fourth round. Fourth round pick. Yep. Bailey Zappi, who just um just led just broke the college football record for touchdowns in his season. Sure. Comes in. He's playing pretty well. Yeah, he's playing great. Where are you going with this, Joe? I'm saying the New England Patriots beat the fuck out of the they did. Cleveland Browns, 38-15. What kind of quarterback controversy do you think we have? Um, I would say here's here's the extent of the controversy to me. Zappy is playing well enough that you don't have to rush Mac Jones back. Yeah. But I think Mac Jones is the guy going forward. He played so well last year. Best of all the rookie quarterbacks by far. And, you know, yeah, he struggled a little bit at the beginning of the year this year, but the whole offense struggled at the beginning of the year this year. You have a new system, a new offensive coordinator who had never been an offensive coordinator before. So he's getting better as well. Um, this, you know, the Cleveland Browns are the 31st ranked defense in the NFL. And cool. Bailey Zappi has done what he's done against the, his two, so his two wins as a starter have come against the 31st and the 32nd ranked defense in the NFL. Almost beat the Packers. Almost beat the Packers, who are a decent defense, right? But we didn't come away with that win, and he also didn't start that game. He threw for 99 Maybe yards. Maybe you come away with that win, he starts that game. It's totally possible, because I'm totally out on I'm on Brian Hoyer. I don't know why Brian Hoyer, given how good Bailey Zappi has looked, which is, like, very respectable and has been playing great, and I love Bailey Zappi for what he's done for his past two games. Um, Brian Hoyer should not be on the roster, but these are two really bad defenses that he's done this against. Yes. The two worst defenses in the NFL. Yeah. So I Mac Jones is definitely the guy going forward. I don't there's not a quarterback controversy. It's not a controversy. He Mac Jones is the captain. He's the guy you spent a first round pick on. He is the better quarterback. He's gonna be the guy going forward. This is why you invest a fourth round pick in a backup quarterback and you can then flip him later on if you want to like, what could you trade Bailey Zappi for right now? A second round pick. I don't, I mean, I don't know why is bill a guy who's going to have allegiance to Mac Jones or is he, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, cause Mac's probably not coming back this week. Right. It's probably gonna he be could, like, he could come back. That This was sort of like the four weeks is sort of the, the borderline of he could come back. Now it's like, let Mac Jones get totally healthy instead of rushing him back. Like, bring him back when he could come back. If you didn't have Zappi and you had Ryan Hoyer, Brian Hoyer, I'd say, yeah, bring back Mac back right now. Now I'm saying give him two more weeks to heal up. Right. But I mean, is he certainly Mac Jones is going to be a little more feel certainly more rush now. Cause he's not been, this isn't uh Cooper rush. Dak Prescott scenario. Um, Zappi's having, I mean, he's having fairly good numbers. Yeah. It's not, it's not like Mac Jones was having better numbers. It's, it's like, like even, even when, when he was, was playing, playing well, they were, weren't they pretty, pretty similar? similar? I mean, 300 yards, yards that's, that's a lot. Now, now again, again, bad defense, but Mac Jones, I mean, and, and not, this isn't, isn't to say Mac Jones is bad, but like, like you bring in a rookie versus, versus a second-year guy, and he, he looks, looks about as good, good so far. 
There's not, not you haven't invested, you paid a guy. This isn't a Dak Cooper Rush scenario where you paid, where you paid him. Yeah, and I hear the other that. Guy, and even when Cooper Rush, when there was this quote, quote, quote unquote, controversy, um, Cooper Rush was just kind of letting the run game do its thing, letting the defense do its thing. And that's kind of what they're doing here. I mean, that's always kind of how New England works. But I mean, they look, you know, it seems right now, you know, Zappy didn't struggle when he came in. Mac Jones struggled a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, There's not, not, and they're, they're like, like, you know, you haven't, you're not even really that close to paying Mac Jones either. No. So Four years it's, I mean, and, and like, like you, you said, said, what could you trade Bailey Zappi for? What could you trade Mac Jones for right now? Bailey Zappi didn't play at Alabama with absolute superstars at every position. You're, you're right. Yes. Uh, and which is why I, you know, I'm not trying to take away anything from Bailey Zappi. No. But the way they've used Bailey Zappi is the way that people said they use Mac Jones. Mac Jones threw the ball down the field at a pretty high rate last year. In terms of air yards for attempt per attempt, he was like in the upper third of the NFL. Mm-hmm. They weren't hiding Mac Jones last year. He was letting it, letting it loose. They are hiding Bailey Zappi. Yeah, Bailey Zappi is throwing stuff. Um, they're being very safe. They're being very conservative. They're not letting the ball go downfield that much. And it's been against two. Again, Really, really bad defenses. So, the offensive line, a lot of new pieces. Cole Strange, rookie first-round pick, getting better every week. Offensive coordinator, first-time play caller, first-time even coaching the offensive side of the ball, Mac Patricia. Getting better every week. It just so happened to coincide with, you know, also the competition getting easier. Should be mentioned, they did play the Detroit Lions last week, who had looked okay. Yes. Dangerous-looking offense. They beat the fuck out of them 29 to nothing. Mm-hmm. But also, the air yards per attempt thing, they play... They, I mean, they beat the fuck out of these two teams. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think that that changes. I mean, what did the Patriots score against the Browns last year? Like, 50? It was insane. It was like 56 to 7 last year. Yeah, and like we've mentioned before, when the Patriots... It seems to be almost always it just comes down to coaching. If they... Well, and also, I, you know, Jacoby Brissett facing Bill Belichick. That, you, we knew this was oh, going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bel- Belichick, Belichick. Belichick. You can't say revenge game because Belichick's the one that got rid of him. But he, do you think, do you think Belichick gets a little, uh, gets a little hot under the collar? He gets excited to uh, beat the shit out of a former quarterback. Of his. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gonna beat the fuck without out question. Jacoby without question. Belichick also loves winning with backup quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. He, he likes to. Fl- he loves flexing his brain muscles. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to big brain himself. Into Bill Belichick. I, I think I saw a stat. I would have to check this again, but it was something around. He had more wins with backup quarterbacks over the or with rookie quarterbacks the past two years than the entire NFL combined. Damn. Is that good? That good. What else? Is there anything else to take away from this? Yeah. Cleveland's defense is embarrassing. It's atrocious. Patriots' offense, um, better than we thought. Matt Patricia is getting better every single week as a play caller. Uh, that defense also getting better every single week. Cole Strange looked, you know, people laughed at that draft pick at the time. Continues to be better and better every week. You could definitely see him working his way into a Pro Bowl by week by uh, year two. Um, on top of that, I would say New England, man, if they can get some of these uh, bad contracts off, most notably the Nelson Aguilar contract, the $9 million a year, 
to a wide receiver who you only target four times a game, um, that that's going to be huge. Being able to use that more efficiently elsewhere is going to be huge. I think New England is paying something like $70 million to pass catchers right now, and they're not really utilizing any of them to a significant degree. Um, I don't think some of them are, are bad players. You know, I think Kendrick Bourne is really good. I think uh, Hunter Henry is really good. But Johnny Smith, you can get that contract off your books next year. Nelson Aguilar, you can get that contract off your books next year, and that's going to free up about $20 million for you. Boom. Which is, you know, that that can do a lot. You can do a lot of things with twenty million dollars in the NFL. Yeah. Kendrick Bourne. If I if I had to say this is like the four I want out there moving forward, it's uh, one one Jacoby Myers. He's your X or uh, he's your slot receiver. You can play Kendrick Bourne or Jacoby in the slot. They're both pretty good. One's the X, one's the slot. Um. Put Devontae Parker at the Z. Hunter Henry at the Y. Kick, uh, uh, kick Nelson Aguilar off the team. Get rid of him. Boom. Oh, also, should say, Taekwon Thornton, another rookie, looks legit. That kid is so fast. Yep. Do you watch him? Do you watch this game at all? Uh-uh. That's okay. I don't No, I him. did. No, I did see parts of it. I didn't. Remember the name. Taekwon Thornton. Taekwon Thornton. Boom. Yay. All right. You killed that. I should have. I did have to go pee. Full disclosure. So I did let Scott ride solo with this. I probably could have t- taken a four and a half hour piss, and he would. If I come back, he's still talking about the pee. Pastakes. You fucking killed it, Scott. All right. Maybe uh, I'm not gonna call it eye popping, but big shocker out of this weekend. Uh, the New York Jets dominate the Green Bay Packers. Yep. 27 to 10. Zach Wilson throws it 18 times. An absolute domination. Green Bay Packers look like they're they're burning down. Um, Sauce Gardner looked great. Game started off. Looked like Aaron Rodgers threw a pick six. Hit the ground um, just barely. Uh, Sauce Gardner had a game. Put his che- put the cheese on it. Cheese head on after disrespecting the Green Bay fans. Um, hell of a game. New York Jets. New York Giants. Uh, and then obviously you throw the Buffalo Bills. The New York teams are. Cooking right now, Scott. Is this what you expected? Well, you thought about the Jets coming into this year? Not at all. Not at all. Now, I don't think the Packers are a very good team. I think this was like sort of the epitome of everything that's wrong with the Packers. Aaron Jones nine carries. I know. That's what they 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 just are allergic to running the football. You have two really good running backs and a good offensive line, and you're pretty efficient at running the ball. Um. They just, they just refused to do it. They fell in love with the shotgun pass. I think Aaron Rodgers has a ton of spray with that offense. Is he uh, checking out of runs? What? Is he checking out of runs a lot? No, I don't think so. I think there's probably a lot of times where it's like, um, I think it's more in like the game plan and the like. The, I mean, there's a dialogue with those really like veteran quarterbacks and play callers yeah over what to run in a scenario both in the week when you're game planning and um in game um and i i suppose when you're game planning yeah the jets front seven looks pretty legit um and you might want to pick on some of the younger secondary but i i think that's the opposite of what they should be doing Packers should really lean on running the football let aaron Rodgers be efficient 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is still good. You just don't have any weapons. Yeah. Robert Tanyan, 10 catches this past game. Holy smokes. He's the only guy Aaron Rodgers trusts. Alan Lazard got hurt. Um, Randall Cobb got Randall hurt. Cobb, Randall Cobb, sorry. That's yeah. what I, meant. I get those two confused. Um, they brought in a ton of guys, a ton of rookies. Um, doesn't seem to be developing the way they want at all. I mean, and, and this is a little bit of a homer take. Maybe, maybe you check me on this, Scott. Um, as a Chiefs fan, there's a lot of talk about Devontae leaving Green Bay and Tyreek leaving Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City, uh, four and two. Mm-hmm. Um, offense has been very good. Struggle. Had a couple. Had one real bad game against the Colts. We don't. You don't need to talk about that too much. But I mean, Kansas City Chiefs offense has been great. Green Bay Packers offense has not been good at mm-hmm. all. Well, you still have Travis Kelsey. Yeah. You still have a really good offensive line. I think Chiefs super underrated at uh, drafting and developing offensive linemen. Um, I will say our tackles are not doing well, as I'm told on Twitter. Yeah, that's tough. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes makes life really tough on tackles because he scrambles out of the pocket yeah. pretty early in the plays. And that's it's just hard to... Uh, have to pass protect one direction when you know you have to use the leverage of the defensive lineman, so you're going to push them away from the pocket. Mm. But Patrick Mahomes is already out of the pocket, so yeah, later. Um, going yard. Uh, Brees Hall looked amazing 20 for 116 yards. Yeah, uh, looks like the Jets really hit on some guys, and they have um, don't they have uh, old buddy from Alabama coming back towards ACL. What position? Wide receiver. What? I'm sure, because like Alabama has a wide receiver on every single team in the NFL. But Jameson Williams. Yes. Oh, he's in the Lions. He's on he's the Lions. On the line. Yeah, I was going right. to say. Get the bad teams confused. Yep. Um, no, I think I think the Jets are a paper tiger. I don't think the Jets. Yeah, Jets still stink. Do I, I need think... to redo my my Dolphins bet with the Jets. No, Dolphins stink. We I think we still know the Dolphins stink. They blocked. They made some special teams play against Packers. I think this yeah. is more Packers lose. And I mean, the Gi- Giants look pretty good. Jets look okay. Um, found ways to win. Um, Packers losing to Giants and Jets back to back weeks is tough. Yeah. Um, Jets is as a Patriots fan, this is right where you want them. You want them feeling too good, and then you can crush their soul even harder. You massholes are terrible. You just not, love, you love destroying hope. Not scared of the Jets at all. <laughs> I'm very happy that they're winning games before they play the Patriots. You assholes aren't scared of anything. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars take on the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. I have not been using my uh, guy So, here. Joe, I think our first podcast this year, hmm. we said the first Colts together, stink. Yeah. yeah, Colts stink. Yep. You said worst team in the NFL? Yep. Season ended today. The Colts are... In the playoffs. They still stink. You cannot. <laughs> they absolutely fucking blow chunks. I mean, this... That, this was a pretty competent Jaguars defense. Um, the Colts have been putting up points. Oh, they have. They stink. Uh, 20 points, 0 oh, yeah, points, right. 17, 17, 9. I forgot about the 12-9 versus the Broncos. They're or 12, really sorry. 12 points. My bad. Broncos are good defense. Uh, Colts have a good... Colts have a... The, they have a, they have some guys. I mean, obviously, um, man, I'm so bad with names. Michael Pittman. Um, sure, yeah, he's great. Um, 
They're really down on the list of running backs. You have Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor out for this game, still scoring 34. So you had to lean on Matt Ryan. Which still no Shaquille Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dangerous preposition heading into this game, but uh, the Jags just refused to cover Michael Pittman. Jags should have won. He was open every single play. Jags should have won this game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was 20 of 22 still somehow. 165 yards, uh, one touchdown. Matt Ryan threw it 58 times, three putters. Uh, Deion Jackson, uh, he, uh, third string running back, third string running back, 79 receiving yards, 42 rushing yards, got him in both our fantasy leagues, did great. Um, shout out to me. Um, I had Philip Lindsay, how do you do? Bo, I think he's not doing great. Three for seven. Is that good? No, it is not. Um, but Jacksonville, I mean, Jacksonville, no one thought this was good, no matter. No, even the most optimistic fan about Jacksonville probably didn't think they were making the playoffs this year. No. Um, They're respectable, though. You can see things going in the right direction. Exactly. They are respectable. Uh, I think they got a competent head coach, finally. Um, Lawrence is your guy. You got a 10-year quarterback. I mean, I still think the thought is like, hey, this is basically his rookie year, considering everything that happened last year uh, with Urban Meyer and the finger gun. And he's impressing. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing well. Um, so not, I don't think too much of a takeaway. I think we're, we're all assuming. I think they'll be challenging for a wild card spot next year. Look for ten wins next year. Jags ten wins. Ten and seven is kind of what you need now. With Seventeen games to make a wild card spot. Nine and eight is not going to get you a wild card spot. In the That's AFC. true. A lot more. There's a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, the Indianapolis, Jesus Christ, Minnesota Vikings take on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, hey, believe it or not, Miami had some injuries at quarterback this game. Nope. Uh, Minnesota ends up winning 24 to 16. Um, kind of a close score considering they start with their third string quarterback, go back to their second string quarterback. Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson. Um, feels like, I don't know, it was a real, real not pretty game for Minnesota. On offense, no. they struggled a lot. They had a lot of trouble moving the ball. Kirk Cousins only throws. 175 yards. Dalvin Cook has 77. That included like a huge 54-yard run. Yep. That game is very close if he doesn't do that. Um, I still think well, Miami only... looks pretty good. Um, Scott, what are your thoughts? Only 50, what is it, 50, 47 plays for the Vikings. That's tough. That, I mean, and no interceptions by Kirk Cousins. You're just not converting third downs. So you're not keeping drives alive. Um, I still think the Vikings are a team to watch out for mm. in the NFC. Mm-hmm. They're just get they're they're getting wins five and one five and one. Uh, Two games I do up on think the Packers. The Dolphins are an okay team. I think they have a competent defense. Um, I think with Teddy Bridgewater, they are better than they were with Tua. Um, I'm going to the bathroom again. Do I have to let this one ride? Keep it going. Keep it going. Okay. My fucking fucking toilet chain is fucked and it keeps making noise. Okay. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, Uh, Kirk Cousins, 20 for 30. Good completion percent or decent completion percentage. Uh, Justin Jefferson goes for 107 yards again. Um, Looks great. Adam Thielen had a few catches. A ton. Had 107 of their 175 yards through the air. Yep. Justin Jefferson did. That offense goes through Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. And totally. That's about it. Totally. Um, 
<laughs> Tyreek Hill continues to be incredible. Same Ooh. with Jalen Waddle. Miss you, Tyreek. I think it doesn't really matter what quarterback you have back there. Um, except I was immediately proven wrong because it does matter because they looked really bad when Skylar Thompson was in. As soon as he went out, it's like, oh, we can you know play offense again. But um, yeah, I think they're fine with Teddy. I think they're better with Teddy. Yeah, you you're a hater. you just hate left-handed quarterbacks. I do hate left-handed quarterbacks. I do. Out when you see that video on Twitter of it mixed of the video swap back and he looks right-handed, you think he looks good? I bet. Um, I, you'd have to send it to me. Oh, yeah, I'd be will. I I I hate left-handed quarterbacks. <laughs> Why is that? Hate them. The ball spins a different way. The ball spins a different way. It makes it harder to catch. What about people who golf lefty? No one's catching those balls. Turf monster. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, lefty golf is fine. Lefty baseball. Phil, fine. about Phil? Phil Mickelson. Yeah, I said, yeah, golf doesn't matter. Nobody's catching him. Nobody's catching him. Football, you got to catch him. It does look bad. It looks disgusting. <laughs> it kind of looks like a trebuchet a little bit. Tua already has like a funny release anyway. He's real small, right? Like he, he does have a little bit of a funny release. Not a big guy. And he goes, yeah, way up and over. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's has to do with that. I wonder if his release changed after his hip injury. Or his ankle. I don't know which hip it was, but I would, I would assume throwing puts a little bit of torque on that hip. A lot. Yeah. It's all in the hips. Depends on which hip. Yeah. Sports is on the hips. All right. Every sport. Probably the... Uh, there were, there, was, there was a few electrifying games. I would say maybe the most... Andy Dalton revenge game. Was the Cincinnati Bengals coming home... Uh, not coming home. Joe Burrow coming. Joe Bar. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase coming home to New Orleans. Uh, take on the New Orleans Saints. This was uh, Who Day versus Who Dat. Skyline Chili versus uh, Crawfish Boy. Uh, Bengals come out on top, thirty to twenty-six. Uh, tight game. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Uh, Joe Burrow shows up wearing Jamar Chase's game warm uniform from the uh, national championship. Uh, in, in the, the same, same stadium, stadium in the th- th- in the uh, what is that? What's the Superdome? Superdome. Superdome. Uh, really, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, sixty-yard touchdown. Uh, kind of solidifies the win for the Bengals. Andy Dalton and them were looking good, uh, according to Ian Rappaport. Saints quarterback Andy Dalton has a chance to keep starting for New Orleans, even when Jameis Winston is healthy. That came out pregame. Uh, I would think that they were somewhat happy with the way Andy Dalton played. Not amazing. Uh, 162 yards, one touchdown. Um, Alvin Kamara had about 100 yards on the ground, uh, over 100 total. Uh, Jamar Chase, seven catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Looked like Jamar Chase to Joe Burrow. Uh, After a rough start to the season, Cincinnati Bengals look pretty good. Um, going three and three, um, that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase connection looks to be there. Joe Burrow did not have a pretty start to the season. I don't know if that line's protecting a little more, um, what it is, but he looks a lot better than he did at the start of the season. Uh, and my fantasy team is happy for it. There you go. Uh, beignets versus funnel cakes. That's some dull. Is that what you're thinking about? I had to look up beignets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bengals. Starting to string some wins together. Uh, the offense looks like it's getting it going. Uh, the defense just has to be, you know, efficient at rushing, rushing the passer. Sort of like the Chiefs defense from a couple of years ago. Like, if you can get home to the quarterback, you'll probably be all right because you're going to get a lot of possessions. Um, 
The Saints continue to put out more offense than I expect them to, mm. seeing as, you know, Jameis was playing with, like, four fractured vertebrae, and Andy Dalton hasn't <laughs> been a... St- Just paying. Andy Dalton hasn't been, like, a consistent starting quarterback for a while. Still, you know, he scored 26 points after only getting... Um, 171 yards to the air, just a, it, getting a ton of production on the ground. Cut. Going to a bunch of different options for it. Um, I think Taysom Hill needs to get like 10 carries a game. Coming, he in, looks like, coming into this game, no Michael Thomas. Right. No Jarvis Landry. Yep. No Chris Olave. So, it looked like it was going to be Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill show. Uh, Alvin Kamara certainly. Line Alvin Kamara up in the slot. Alvin That's Kamara be needs up. to be in like every single play if you can't like if it's physically possible for him to be in uh he's always awesome to watch Taysom hill uh always awesome to watch alvin kamara animal looks awesome all the time the, the problem is he's just not that big of a guy no he's good at following his blockers yeah and he does a good job of getting defenders off balance he never takes too many direct hits but he's not a guy that if you give him 25 carries a game the whole season, he's going to get injured. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just football. That's, that's sort of true. Crazy. Yes. Yeah, you're probably right. It's he looks like the, his way he runs looks so cool. Like, it's just like he doesn't really look like anyone else. He just looks very smooth when he does it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not powering through guys or anything. He just. He's like, the, you know, what's that camera like effect you can do where it like focuses in on someone's face going over the hurdles and they don't and it doesn't change you yeah. know what I mean? yeah yeah that's yeah like, like most, his upper body like, stays the same and his legs are like doing yeah. the charleston hell yeah. yeah yeah he just looks it's kind of it's not the it's not the same but it's kind of like when travis kelsey's running with the ball like it doesn't look like he should <laughs> hear me out because it doesn't look like he should be like running through everyone and running past everyone but he just kind of does Okay, yeah, I mean Kelsey's yeah, Kelsey's fast. I don't know if I would I don't know if I would say that they're that similar running styles, but well um, just in terms in of the, the effect. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sure, sure. oh this guy's gonna get tackled by this guy. Nope. Oh well, um, this guy, nope. I think Taysom Hill should be getting ten carries a game. Force the team to tackle Taysom Hill ten carries a game, and the other team's coming away with two concussions. Went five for thirty nine, uh two pass or four passing attempts. Uh it feels like if He's passing the ball. You got to get him on a trick play or something. Feels like he's not really gonna mm-hmm. do much in the air. Instead of a weapon, they should call him the missile. That's pretty dope. Or he's something. He's. I feel like he's a uh, should be something like broader than a missile, like a warship, like a galleon or a something. Galleon. Yeah. Warship. The warthog. Ooh, warthog. Hell yeah. That's hey. Andy Dalton. The uh, Joseph the Smiths. Uh, What's that? Vengeance. Joseph Smith's Angel of Death. Who's Joseph Smith? The founder of the Mormon Church. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what I thought you were saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason Hill went to BYU, didn't he? Yes. There you go. Boom. We know football. Uh, Baltimore Ravens lose another one to the New York Giants. Lamar Jackson yep. started the season absolutely on fire um, and hasn't played bad since then, but is certainly mm-hmm. not playing as well as he was uh he needs a diarrhea game. Diarrhea game. He hasn't had a diarrhea game in a while. That was so fucking cool when he was playing against the Cleveland Browns and one and honestly an all time thriller on Monday Night Football. 
poops his pants, comes into the locker room, comes back out. Poops his pants, tries to pretend like he didn't. He lies. He said, he said, look at that pre-wrap on my arm. That's from an IV I had to get in the locker room. It was not. It was on when he was doing that poop waddle into the well, locker room. You know what else dehydrates you? Diarrhea. Poop. Yeah. yeah. Just don't want to know it. Uh, New York Giants <laughs> win 24-20. to 20. Um, It seems like this offense only goes as Lamar Jackson goes. And when he's absolutely cooking teams, it absolutely flourishes. Uh, made two big mistakes late. Um, at least one mistake through a bad interception. Fumbled the ball. On back-to-back drives, New York Giants find another way to win. Um, Saquon looked like Saquon again. Um, yeah, I mean, Saquon's been great this season. I think the Ravens, another one of those teams that's been really struggling with offensive weapons. Uh, I feel like they're probably not too far down the list from calling Le'Veon Bell or Adrian Peterson. Mm. Pulling them out of the boxing ring. Adrian Peterson? Yeah, this team is struggling with running backs right now. Dobbins has not looked like the answer. Uh, Kenyon Drake, how many teams has he been on the past three, four years? Too many. To I like. I I can never remember where he plays. Played on the Cardinals. Yeah. Played on the Raiders. He's been on enough teams that it tells you where. Played he on had. the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, where else? Let's go. Let's just click. We're gonna click. Hold on. on I got distracted. Or keep going. Bad podcasting, but I'm gonna click on Kenyon Drake's name. Over under. Four and a half teams. Um, I'm not sure that this is the correct site to do that. Um, while we're looking this up, I was reminded by you mentioning Le'Veon Bell boxing. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is fighting Uriah Hall in a boxing Oh, that's match. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. going to be terrible. That's <laughs> that's such a bad idea. Le'Veon Bell is fighting professional, uh, former professional, boxing. yeah, former UFC fighter uh, in the boxing ring, Uriah Hall, who is a killer. Um, what a Le'Veon terrible Bell idea. might die. What um, a terrible idea. He's Uriah been on five Hall, teams. Uh, yeah. That's... Le'Veon Bell's been on five teams. Um, we're a, somebody, around, somebody around Le'Veon Bell. Um, we know we have a lot of Le'Veon Bell fans that watch, obviously. Um, he needs help. That's not good. Somebody got to help Le'Veon is he, out. Is he like a needs money guy? No. That's, that's not a money. That's People are going to fucking lose it when I knock out. Well, just why is he home. boxing? I don't know. I mean, at this point, that's so ridiculous. At this point, why not? Yeah. I suppose if you're staying in the amateur realm, but he's doing an actual professional fight against an actual professional fighter. I mean, this is on a Jake Paul card, dude. This is the big leagues. I I know, but I, well, I mean, there's clearly. Oh fuck! You should just fight Jake Paul. You bite your teeth? No, wait. Still recovering from nose surgery. Just scratched mm. my nose, pushed it up too far. Um. I mean, clearly, this happens, especially with fighters. It would happen more with uh, more athletes if they had the chance. But, like, same reason fighters keep going too long. They just, you know, they can't get, can't kick that rush getting mm-hmm. out there and performing in front of people. I mean, money definitely helps. <sighs> I suppose. And boxing, it's never, boxing is run by amateurs now. You're either a heavyweight or an amateur. Otherwise, nobody cares. Canelo, nobody, nobody cares about Bud Crawford. We love Bud Crawford. We love Bud Crawford. But nobody love cares. You, Bud. Um, outside of us, outside of Nebraska, nobody cares about Bud. Rich people care. You got to be Canelo. If you're not Canelo, Triple G, Lomachenko, or a heavyweight, you got to be like a, a, a YouTuber or an athlete. It seems like, I, obviously I don't know, but it seems like 
from what I vaguely know, boxing is very much like mostly done for rich people. Like when it's around, it's huge. Mm. Uh, Canelo fought in Jerry World, sold out stadium. Mm. Um, I actually, this is a whole other video. I think uh, maybe it's controversial. Um, I think the the Paul brothers have actually been good for boxing in that they add like not in themselves. But um, was it? No, it wasn't Disown. It was one of the other Triller. Triller, I think. They, their production value was insane, and they and, you, and I know purists will say that they're ruining the experience. They're adding in all these uh, acts outside. They Snoop Dogg performing and all that stuff. I think all that stuff is really good for boxing. I think it's going to attract a lot more people because boxing average person doesn't care at all. Yeah. Um, and I think just like having musical performers, it's also like boxing is like a show sport. It's right. Like, Totally. It's, all about it's not a fight. Yeah, it's that's what it is. And I think it was a couple years ago, Reddit, right when Jake Paul was starting out, but it was like Jake Paul, it was like around New Year's Day, but it was Jake Paul and uh, Nate Robinson on the same card as Tyson versus, uh, was it Sugar Ray Leonard? I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was Earbite, wasn't it? Was it a rematch? What? Really? But, um, I think Snoop Dogg was performing. Oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg did great. That was awesome. But it was like, and it was, someone else was performing too, but I remember watching it and there was like, he did like 30 minutes worth of songs. Like it was like Jake Paul was up and then they just like told Snoop Dogg to let it run. And it was, I was like watching a full Snoop Dogg concert. And it's like, bro. That might have, that might have, I think that was during COVID though. That might have been a weird thing where they just like couldn't get as Where you couldn't people. get into the, in and out of the locker rooms. Yeah. I, it, well, was, it definitely was. This was like December or January, Roy, December 2020 or January 2021. It was Roy Jones. I think it was just like they couldn't, they were trying to keep as few as people as possible. They just ran into weird issues. But I mean, no one's more electrifying Snoop Dogg. But it was like Snoop Dogg doing like an acapella concert with no crowd. Hell yeah. On TV. So like I wasn't there for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> In between fights. Snoop Dogg, I mean, I'd watch Snoop Dogg do absolutely anything. I think any of us would. Um, and he had already been in the venue for like two hours, right? So it was the broadcast had already been going on for like two and a half hours. So Snoop was just... Highest balls. It was even like holding the, the microphone up to his mouth. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's exactly what you need in something like that. He was just, just occasionally shouting a couple of the words to <laughs> his songs that were being played over broadcast. Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20 to 18. This is a good game. This is an interesting is... game. A much better game than it should have been. Yeah. Um, Mitch or er, Kenny Pickett. Uh, start. He's playing. He played well. Uh, gets hit. Concussion. Uh, protocol. Mitch Trubisky comes out. Kisses titties all in front of Tom Brady. Yep. Uh, has some sustained drives. Some <laughs> nice completions good. to Chase. He Claypool. looks really good. Um, Chase Claypool, huge target. Climbed the ladder a few times. Um, I mean, really, you cannot talk about this game with talking about uh, without talking about Tom Brady uh, missing. Uh, time via Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady missed the team's Saturday morning walkthrough practice and meetings after attending the Friday night wedding of Patriots yep. owner Bob Kraft. Brady would join the team in Pittsburgh this evening. Uh, and then this was, I can only see it from Fox News. I don't know who the exact reporter was. Brady was the only one of his Tampa Bay Buccaneer teammates to go on to the wedding. He arrived 
separately from the team as they got ready to play the Steelers. He didn't attend the team's morning walkthrough. According to Tampa Bay Times, the team had arrived in uh, Pittsburgh about 20 minutes later. As I read this, I'm realizing those quotes are about the exact same thing. Um, didn't need to read them both. But Scott, as a resident, um, someone who may have potentially gotten their heart broken by Tom Brady, uh, what can Tampa Bay fans... I mean, are they fucked? Is Tom dead? Is this it? Here's the thing. They sold... Right, you sold basically sold your franchise to Tom Brady. So he, he basically gets to run your franchise to whatever he wants. He does not want to play for the Buccaneers anymore. He told Bruce Arians to fuck off. And yes. They... He doesn't want to play for the Buccaneers anymore. He wasn't truly retired. He was trying to retire, and the Bucs would let him out of his contract, and he'd go play for the Dolphins or the 49ers. And own the Dolphins while playing for them. He's going to go to a different... He's not done playing football after this year. He didn't come back to football to play for this, you know, crappy old team. He came back so that he could finish his contract with the Bucks. There's a reason he hasn't been extended yet, because he has said no to it. He's going to finish his contract with the Bucks, hit free agency again, and go somewhere else. He does not want to play for the Bucks this season. And that's this is the result. So he basically gets to do whatever he wants because he doesn't want to be there. They have no leverage. They can't make him be anywhere. Who are you gonna what are you gonna do? Who are you gonna start? I forgot who's there. Kyle Chase Trask. Daniels. This is Kyle Trask there? Chase Daniels. Kyle Trask. Yeah, Kyle Trask is there. Good luck. Are you gonna start Kyle Trask? With this roster? I mean, you're not betting Tom Brady. Line. I don't... This... Look. He's not hanging in the pocket anymore. He's getting the ball out way too soon. He doesn't want to be there. He didn't, you know... A lot of injuries in the offensive line. He didn't ruin line. his marriage for this season. He ruined it for the next three seasons. <laughs> if that makes sense. He's playing more after this. This isn't it for Tom Brady. Dude, this he looks... It for him on the Bucks. He looks bad. I mean, he's not playing too bad. But, like, he looks like he has been beaten by a phone book for like four months. Yeah, like he's he tired. He's miserable. going through a divorce. He just was at a wedding. You can the day before. How many? We- I mean, how many weddings have you been to where you didn't do anything the next day because you felt like crap because you were up? Not me, dude. I'm in the gym the next yeah, morning repping it. Sure. You know how I. Am. I'm sure. I'm sure. He, he was just at a wedding. That's literally. I was really surprised they dropped the photos because I remember before the game looking at the photos. It's like, how the heck was Tom Brady at this wedding? That was. You know who that you know who got the pictures out. Who? Belichick. Yeah, probably. You're right. uh. <laughs> Belichick snuck in as a dressing. Belichick hey. invited, did not attend. Hey. Hey. Um, hey. hey. Too look. busy coaching football. Guys, um, guys, guys, look over here. I shout out to now. Robert Kraft though. Uh definitely married a hot lady. Um We should say correction from last uh clarification from last time. Bob Kraft does not own Kraft Mac and Cheese. And also, there is no cheese in Kraft Mac and Cheese. There's ingredients in cheese in Mac and Cheese, like protein isolate, stuff like that. No cheese in Kraft Mac and Cheese. Bob Kraft does not own Kraft Mac and Cheese. Also, still figuring out if the Hunt family owns Hunt Ketchup. I don't think so. So we're about halfway there. We're still getting there. T, uh, maybe TBD. by next episode. Yeah, maybe. Um, all the credit in the world to Mike Tomlin for the Pittsburgh Steelers not being dead right now because this roster stinks. I don't know. The O line stinks. They can't run the ball. You have a good running back. Um, 
I think defense, that... yeah, has some weapons, but you're without JJ or you're without JJ Watt. No, TJ Watt, TJ Watt. Oh, yeah, dog. This is their first win without TJ Watt. Do you know that? Ugh, it's not surprising. I mean, TJ Watt's like all he's like three guys in one. He's like, there yeah. are like two second guys. Best, second best defensive player in the NFL, probably top five player in the NFL that they've been missing the past few weeks. Who's the other one? Uh, who's the number one? You got this. Aaron Donald. Yes, I can't think of his fucking name. Best player in the league, Aaron Donald. Um, yeah, Tom Brady doesn't want to be on the team anymore. They can't make him do anything he doesn't want to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's going to take his $30 million. Levante David, shout out to him. 13 total tackles. Hell yeah. Played a really good game. One tackle for loss. Um, yeah, Tom's going to take his $30 million. And next year, he's going to go to another team that needs a quarterback. Probably the Buc- probably the 49ers. Just imagine Tom throwing the ball to Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Oof. Behind that offensive line. Gronk probably comes back too. With that defense. I mean, Gronk and Kittle on the same team. That would be sick. How many beers do you think they drink mm-hmm. a night? 40? What? How many beers do you think they drink a night? Ooh. Uh, a lot. Hell yeah. Yeah. A lot. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals take on the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, we skip one. We skip one. Kansas oh. Rams. How could I? Uh, LA Rams beat the Car- the Carolina Panthers 24-10. Sometimes Rams are when okay. a Panthers. head coach fires, uh, head coach gets fired, you see... The team come out, play with their hair on fire, and look pretty good. Who's the interim? I haven't that seen anything about this. this. That Who's was not this game. Uh, Steve Wilkes. Am I making that name up? Mm. Um, uh, the Carolina Panthers lose 10-24 to 24, uh, with P.J. Walker starting at quarterback. Um, I mean, there's I, I I don't know if there's a takeaway from this game. I don't really know. Not really impressed with the Rams. Uh, Panthers look like absolute dog shit. Yeah. Moved the ball like crazy to start the game. and then just Rumors that they're trading Christian McCaffrey. To the Chiefs. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, OBJ's, uh, the Chiefs can't afford it. OBJ's going to the Chiefs. They just restructured. Uh, we'll talk about that. Tra- restructured Travis Kelsey today. Three and a half today? Three. Yeah, today. Probably. Yeah, that's not enough to absorb Christian McCaffrey. No, they're not taking Christian McCaffrey. It would be enough to absorb OBJ, though. They may be going for OBJ, and I'll tell you sure. what. We will talk about this. I I would I would have loved OBJ before. I'll tell you what. I saw a photo edit of him. Somebody photoshopped him in a Chiefs uniform. I'm sure he looks great. He looks so cool. OBJ, OBJ just oh. is a good-looking dude. He's a very good-looking guy. OBJ is built for uh, football pads. That makes sense. Huge arms, way too big of arms for wide receiver. He doesn't need yeah. his arms. He does not need for uh, a wide receiver. But also tatted up with some pretty legit looking tattoos. Also, when you're on a good team, you look cooler. Like if it, you look Definitely. cooler in for a sure. good team's uniform than a bad, and especially sure. a team that's been good for a while, like yes. a Chiefs, a Patriots, yes. Packers. Um, look dope. I, don't, I hate the Packers uniform. Is there much to talk about in this game, Scott? Panthers no, play no, no. Rams are okay. Rams are okay. They're going to be fine. They'll probably make the playoffs. Panthers bad. If you can... Panthers how, pack it in. Get the number one pick. What is my problem? How am I not able to click this? Trade the roster. Out? Trade get McC- trade Thank McCaffrey. You. Get that contract out of there. Well, it's They may wait. I mean, trade deadline's coming up. They may want to see who their head coach is. End of be. October, right? Because that's, that's a pretty big option. Uh, if you want CMC or if you want the draft picks that come from it, it seems the reports that we have seen are, um, boom, Fox's Peter Sugar reports the Panthers want multiple first-round picks 
They're not going to get that. To trade prime assets. assets, including Christian McCaffrey, cornerback J.C. Horns, also reportedly on the block, though only 26 years old. CMC is over two years removed for his best season. Where I did have a thousand yards rushing, thousand yards receiving. There will be a team that would give certainly a first, two firsts. Mm-mm. That's a lot. I mean, there are. Let's be clear. There are some dumb GMs out there. Yeah. There's a good chance that some team would. I don't know if it will happen. It seems like <laughs> the Rams are the team that would do it. <laughs> the Rams are the team that hate first round draft picks. They love uh, superstars over there. They do. They have two firsts to give away though. No. Because you I mean because they're gonna want, want them, those. Do you want them in twenty thirty? <laughs> do you want yeah. them in twenty thirty five? Yeah, really. I'm pretty sure they're out of first round picks until like twenty twenty seven. Because everyone on that team might be gone in a year or two. And they are capped out. They are backloaded on a lot of these contracts. If you can stop Cooper Cup, or not stop, but like hold Limit. him a little bit, yeah. you're gonna win. Um, weren't really able to do that. Allen Robinson, good game. Yeah, five sixty three a ton. Uh, they can get him the ball. They can figure something out. Um, Rams can still figure it out. They got uh, Matthew Stafford, you know, plays like Matthew Stafford. He can get hot sometimes. Uh, obviously, still have a lot of weapons on offense. You have the uh, best player, best defensive player in football. One of the best players of all time. Not just on defense, one of the best players of all time. Um, Rams can still figure it out. Um, Arizona Cardinals play the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Cardinals fall nine to nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, feels like Cliff Kingsbury's getting fired. Yeah, um, I mean, Kyler, Kyler had a pretty good game. The Cardinals. Yeah, uh, I, I will say, sorry, he had a like a good fantasy game. I should say, hundred mm-hmm. yards rushing. Only what two oh two hundred through the? Why it, does Kyler? Have 222 yards to the air, but the team has 171. Maybe a little bit of a glitch there. Um, was there like a hook and ladder that lost them 50 yards? Well, same thing with Seattle right here. 197 to 160. Um, oh, they take oh they take sack yardage out of it. So Kyler was sacked oh, six times for negative 51. Hmm. Um, Look at us getting smarter. Uh, unfortunately, Marquise Brown, uh, who they traded for in the offseason. Yep. Was hurt during this game. Looks like it was going to be out uh, Hop come back? DeAndre Hop comes back this weekend. Thank you for stealing that lead from me, Scott. Um, also trading for Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, day after he is kicked off the field from the Panthers. Yep, and um, Rondell Moore coming back from a hamstring injury. So their weapons, even without Marquise Brown, so you lose your X receiver, um, but you get back your slot in Rondell Moore. You have a really good tight end in Zacherts. You get back your Z. Get back one of the best receivers and arguably the best receiver in football. In, in the last decade, yeah. We'll and see. We'll see if he hasn't lost a step yet. Um, are they Are they too worried about wide re- It feels like they're just always looking for more and more wide receivers. Like, all the time. Like, yeah, there are is. other players on the football team. And maybe... Not in this offense. I mean, if you pay Kyler Murray... I mean, I, I don't know if it's exactly works out like this, but he's basically getting paid more than Mahomes. And you're yes, just, and you're constantly worried about his weapons, which he has, and you're just trading for more and more all the time. Mm. Maybe the problem isn't the weapons. Who is it? Maybe it's the guy you paid more than Patrick Mahomes. Maybe it's the coach who's never really had a winning season at any level of football. 
who also had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, <laughs> the coach who managed, <laughs> really have any the coach who managed to to go five and seven with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> God. Oh man, who's like better in college than in also like not a crazy difficult, you know, the Big Twelve back then wasn't. It's not like the Big Twelve. Yeah, it's not like you're. It's not like the SEC. You're playing a top twenty-five team. I mean, the offense when he was there did score like forty-five points a game or something. But still, you gotta. Yeah, you're the head coach though, not the offensive yeah, coordinator. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he has uh, Kyler or er, Cliff Kingsbury has said uh, he is open to trading. Uh, or giving up play calling duties feels like he's gonna have to. Um, that's that's sort of the that's up that's at least one nail in the coffin. When you give up play calling duties, yeah, maybe two or three. That's a good. That's usually kind of last ditch effort. Um, but I mean, this team is loaded. They got a lot of. They got guys on defense too. They got Buda Baker. They got JJ Watt. They got. They're always like getting stars. Yeah. All the time. I mean, they traded for D-Hop just a couple years ago. They got him for a yeah. bag of balls, too. Uh, they got him for like a fifth rounder. Isn't it like Laramie Tunsil? We're looking it up. What did Billy B give him away for? A second. A second. Wow. Well, that was when Bill O'Brien was trying to get fired so he can get the Patriots job. Um... Shout out, Matt. Mike Patricia. Bye bye. Um, Seahawks again a credit. Same, pretty much same thing as the Steelers. The reason this team isn't dead is because Pete Carroll's a good coach. Good coaches are good coaches, no matter who you put in front of them. And Geno Smith is a fucking animal, dude. He's lighting it up. He's on fire. He's on. I think I think Pete, but Pete Carroll's just a really good coach. Bills Chiefs game of the week. Buffalo Bills uh, best the Kansas City Chiefs twenty four to twenty. Um, I'm going to let you run with this one. How do you feel about the Chiefs right now? Great game. Feel great about the Chiefs. Um, the game, How many times out of 10 do the Chiefs win this game? Right now? Yeah. I would probably say 50-50. Um, it, it's honestly wasn't <clears> – <throat> obviously, I was interested in the game. But as long as it wasn't a blowout, it wasn't really that – like at no point did any play feel that big until about five minutes left in the game. Knew it would come down to that unless a team was up like three, four scores at that point. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen delivered. Ultimately, Mahomes made one too many mistakes. Um, had a good game, but his two picks weren't great. Um, Buffalo Bills played well. If I, if I did have to give... One takeaway, and I don't know if there's a ton because I obviously these two teams are making the playoffs. Um, it seems like the addition of Von Miller was the difference in this game. Uh, he was able to get to Mahomes a lot. Um, he was a problem for the Chiefs, clearly. Um, but I mean, it feels like right now, the way these teams look, if they played again right now, like Scott said, 10 times. It's going five for five. I mean, these literally look like the two best teams in football. There's been some bad football around the league. You look at these two teams when they play, it's like, oh, these teams look really good. These clearly look like the two best teams in football. Um, Josh Allen throws three touchdowns, no picks. Um, Great game for him. Uh, Like I was saying, I think my biggest takeaway is the addition of Von Miller seems like the difference maker in this game. As opposed, as opposed to uh, 
games in the past. Juju has the best game as the Chief. Um, I think the Chiefs will get better as the season goes on. Uh, their wide receivers have been pretty good, um, I think, up to this point. But I think that um, where they, they – I mean, I think the more they develop chemistry, that's where they really take it to another level. That's where Mahomes can really hurt you is mm-hmm. when he – has like really good chemistry with these guys. I think it's getting there. So, I mean, it'll improve with the rookies and with Juju being in the new system. I do think, um, yeah, Sky Moore obviously being laid on a couple stuff over the middle. Uh, MVS, I don't know where you see with him moving forward. If zero, I had zero, to, zero catches on three targets. I have been saying, I mean, he's been solid for him. Um, I hate to sound like a, I, f- I just I think Michael Hardman like is your guy. So on a couch, but it kind of seems like MVS really needs to hit the weight room. He is fast, but when he gets touched by a defender, he crumples. He's yeah. very tall and he's very fast. Um, and that one pick that Mahomes, the first pick that Mahomes threw was kind of like a jump ball in there. Well, not a great decision uh, by Patrick, but I mean, you, I think you kind of expect a 6'4 um, guy to be able to go up and get it, and he cannot. Um, when he gets tackled, he just kind of gets touched and he just goes flying. I think, in my opinion, they would be better off at spending the money they spent on Juju, which I think was like $9 million, um, on, I think you need more of a vertical threat in this offense, instead of just a guy who runs fast, like a receiver who runs fast. Um, and then you can go find a slot receiver who's going to be more effective in this offense than Juju would be for someone who's a lot cheaper. So I, I would just reallocate those resources differently. Um which obviously you'll be able to do next year. but Andy Reid does not like using rookies. I know a lot of Chiefs fans are yeah. frustrated with Sky Moore. Uh, he does on the O-line. Huh? He does on the O-line. He does on the O-line. He does not like using uh, them in skill positions. I think it just takes a while in this offense. Yeah. I think I think you're also seeing that with Juju, too. Juju said he's learned more about offense in the last months since joining the Chiefs than he did in his entire mm-hmm. time in Pittsburgh. Probably true. Uh, which is probably true. Um, Andy Reid's no one, no one's taking that away from me. No. One of the best offensive minds, like maybe the Mount Rushmore of offense yeah. in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Chip Kelly. <laughs> okay. No. Bill Walsh. Matt Patricia. Boom. Boom. Matt Patricia. <laughs> on his way. Uh, <laughs> if I, honestly, my I think the one thing I'm most frustrated by uh, with the Chiefs team, mm-hmm. um, edge is a concern. Um, it, but I, I, would, I guess I'm not even say I'm frustrated there. I'm frustrated with them, with Clyde Edwards-Alaire's usage. He had two, like, his best games of his career this year at the start. And he, like, it just, the Chiefs have good run blocking. So this is year three. Um, they've had good run blocking, but they just, their running back production hasn't been there. And it feels like when Jarek McKinnon is on the, when they give him more than like a couple touches, he's like a game changer. The way mm-hmm. I think he works really well in that offense, mm-hmm. I think he's really good as a check down guy. I think he's, he can be a little too hesitant sometimes, but he is really electric with the football. Um, and it feels like we're really only giving Edwards a layer of the ball this much because of his first round pick. I think Pacheco needs a few more carries. Yeah. Um, I don't mind the, especially because they're like three pretty different guys. But also, like I don't, we still have Rojo on the team. He's been healthy scratch every game. Um, and I know Ronald Jones isn't perfect. He's not great at catching the ball, but I like having a guy who can take it. You know, ninety-eight yards. Not that that's ever necessarily going to happen, but 
I just think they could use their running backs better. But what do I know? What do I know? I'm not. Yeah. Bills faring a lot better at defense than I thought they would, losing uh, Micah Hyde, their safety. Yeah. And really emotional leader of that team. Really good at coming down and stuffing everyone. We'll see as the season goes on. Um, but so far, it looks like they miss a beat. Bills keep getting better every week. This is a big, big win for them, proving that they could to themselves that they could beat the Chiefs. I don't know because they did this last year. They beat the shit out of the Chiefs in the regular season, like week six yeah. last year. Yeah, that's true. But I think this was an important one. Yeah. Maybe. And they are built to stop the Chiefs. Their whole defense is built to stop the Chiefs. Yeah. Like I said, I investing Von more Miller, money in DBs than any other team. With Von Miller was a difference in this game yeah. compared to games in the past. Um, Cowboys Eagles. Von Eagles keep rolling. Teams. I don't know. I I have been an Eagles hater. I still am an Eagles hater. Uh, in that I hate the Eagles, but I can respect them now. I respect the Eagles. You like Sirianni? I think he's a good coach. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys uh, to advance to six and zero. They win twenty six seventeen. They were it was twenty to three going into halftime. Uh, Cowboys make a little bit of a game out of it, but ultimately the uh, Eagles pull away. Uh, Cooper Rush seems like the Cooper Rush. Yeah, that's over. it. He played one game too many for him. You know, if. Dak would have come back this past week, which he was questionable. He might have done. I think this game probably cost Cooper Rush like $40 million in his career earnings. He could have been a solid, like, well-paid backup quarterback for the rest of his life. This, it could have cost the Cowboys a lot. It could have cost the Cowboys a lot. Cowboys could have cost the Cowboys a lot in draft capital, too. Like, if they, they could have... I mean, I don't know if it changes it a ton, but they definitely could have. Oh, could have dealt him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, Throws three picks. Um, Eagles we all, I mean, we all kind of knew this was going to happen at some point. Yeah, Philadelphia has got a very good defense. Um, I mean, they fought. Like, he played well, well in the second half. I think well Dak enough. comes in. When Dak comes back, which, you know, might be this week, Dallas might be the favorite in the NFC. Oh, to win the NFC East or just the NFC? Just the NFC. I don't, you know, two game, now two and a half games back behind the Eagles. It's going to be tough for them to win the NFC East. But man, with this defense, with those weapons, and you get Dak back, that's a really good team. It feels like they're, the Dallas Cowboys are going to play different football post Cooper Rush. It feels like they're going to rely more on the Rush game, which they should because it works really well. Mm-hmm. Let their defense do their thing. It's just. It's got to be frustrating <clears throat> to just, like, watch a team pay a guy and then, like, force-feed the ball to them when they don't necessarily need to. I think that's kind of been the thought is that they threw it too much when you bring in Cooper Rush and you win four straight by just running the ball and letting your defense play. I mean, they have two really good running backs. Mm-hmm. Like, and and <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. 17 points isn't going to win you a lot of games. Um, but, again, you did have to overcome three picks. It was a good second half, and that's sort of what running the ball that much and that effectively does is wears teams out. But Dak comes back in. I think there's no question the Cowboys win this game. Dak is worth 10 points over Cooper Rush. Probably. But, again, (laughs) the play style seems to change when and for – We'll see. I I think Kellen Moore is a really good coach. Okay. I think the game I'm most excited to talk about was Monday Night Football. Another absolute stink fest. <laughs> Not quite as bad as the other ones. Uh, Broncos lose another one to the Chargers. I might take back what I said earlier. I think Broncos probably worst team in football. Uh, not the Colts. 
Um, they're competitive in every game. They've only lost how many games? They lost by like three or four points. Well, here's part of it. Defense is really good. Defense is yes, only teams really good. Maybe the number one defense in the NFL. But I think that can also teams can fracture as you get later into a season when the guy who Very you paid two hundred a quarter million, of a billion dollars, two hundred fifty million dollars is like, hey, this guy sucks. He's the reason we're not winning. And you guys are balling out. Uh, we saw it with the uh, Chicago Bears two, three years ago. Um, when Khalil Mack and, and the, the boys, boys were cooking. cooking and then they just, just kind of seemingly gave, gave up. Said, hey, we're, we're not, not, we're not, not the, the ones getting, getting paid. paid. Uh, a, lot a lot of people think that's what happened in Seattle after leading the boom and then Russell mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson started, started the game. game. First, First quarter, 10 of 10, 10 116 yards, yards, one touchdown. Here, here we go. go. He's, He's all the way back. back. After that, 518, 72 yards, three sacks. Um, I guess that actually might have been a live tweet. There might have been more stats after that. Either way, it goes to overtime. Looks like it's heading to Looks like it's heading to a tie. And then a weird play happens. A punt. I don't know who exactly the returner was. Broncos... Returner set to catch the punt. A charger blocks a Bronco into him, which immediately when I saw it, I thought it was a penalty. And I do think, I mean, gotta get out of the way. I think it might be a penalty. I don't know. It either used to or it is. I don't. It's it's kind of a weird thing that doesn't happen a lot. I don't think it is. I think it's like a violent. I don't know. We don't know. It's, it's it certainly wasn't here. It, they didn't call it a penalty here. Yeah, yeah didn't call it a penalty. Um, Chargers should say, what do they do? Have like 10 starters out? Yeah. The most injured team in the league. Dustin Hopkins able to nail home a field goal. They win the game 19-16, like All two plays them. later. 4-4. Four four, um, wall hurt. Flu game for him. Um, he loves Jesus. He was telling everyone about it after. Um, everyone and anyone, which is good for him. Um, you know, yeah, he's, he's in LA. I'm sure they love that there. Um, Justin Herbert throws it 57 times, no touchdowns. touchdowns. They, they win. win. That's, that's the, the first time that's ever happened. happened. In the I was say, NFL. if you're a Jesus guy and you're in Los Angeles, uh-huh. you're telling people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're a Jesus guy and you exist in Los Angeles, you're like wearing t shirts and you feel like a hero all the time, or do you? Well, there you're letting people, folks know the only G- just the vibes I get from Los Angeles. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean he, he probably doesn't live in Los Angeles. He's got, got like a ranch somewhere right outside. outside. And he, he tells, tells if he does not live in LA, he tells everyone he lives outside. outside. He does not he live, does live in LA. Um, Herbert didn't have a good game. They threw the ball a lot. They had high volume. He had a lot of yards, but four point two per attempt is really tough. Uh, zero touchdowns, one pick. Tough. Only getting seventy three rushing yards as a team. He still has cracked rib cartilage. He just cracked his ribs. I. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and I should say, yeah, he is injured. That's a like the Chargers. A lot of things had to go right for them to win this game, and they did. And you know, that's sort of what have been the theme for this past few games. I think if they can overcome these injuries, they will be a threat, especially to the Chiefs in the AFC West. Uh, Broncos, though, man, what are they? Looking what are their odds? Do you think to even make the playoffs at this point? Way less than fifty. They have to be terrible. They look. Terrible. Now, I was of the opinion that the Broncos would not be good. I did not think they would be this bad. And they're, they're if I say over over under six and a half wins for the Broncos this year, probably under 
six and eleven. Yeah, and they and I think Probably. their record looks Tough better division. than they've looked. Like I don't think they look like a two and four team. They look like a one and five team, maybe. Like can't if, win on the road. If that defense was like good, they they have they wouldn't win a game. Yep. They, they won, won their two wins, wins. They, they won 16 to 9 and 11 to 10. Yep. Got 11 to 10. They, they won a game. That's a crazy score. And they, they did score, score most they've scored is 23 against the Raiders. For stinky defense. So they, they won. won. Oh, man. I mean, I mean this, this is, is a total bizarre disaster. Bizarre scores. Bizarre scores. A lot of field goals. This is a total disaster. There's nothing you can do. Their offense is terrible. It's so bad. And those are the those are like the two major things they were focused on. Mm hmm. They hired, hired an offensive-minded head coach. Yep. They, they, they paid, paid the, the fuck, fuck out of Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yep. They, they gave, gave him the bag. bag. Seahawks won that trade. The, the best thing to happen from Russell Wilson coming there is the Let's Ride video. And it was, it's not even really like a good thing either because everyone was making fun of it. Like ever since Maybe it was a Let's Ride video. Like I said, I think without Pete Carroll, his goofiness has gone totally unchecked. They don't have a running game. Javante Williams got, unfortunately, towards ACL. Um, uh, it was like ACL and LCL. It was a pretty tough injury. Um, and it seems things look bad on the sideline too. You got Jerry Judy looking furious on the sideline. Melvin Gordon saying he doesn't know why he didn't play. Melvin Gordon seems like he's you know liking tweets that he wants to get traded. Um, things don't look good at all in Denver, and they're, I mean. It seems like there's no light at the end of this tunnel unless it's a fucking freight train, man. Uh, for the Jets, the Jags, the Titans, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Ravens. Still haven't played the Chiefs yet. Cardinals, Rams, Chargers. I mean, this just... That's tough. I mean, even if they go... What do you do? Do you trade, do you trade Russell Wilson? Do you try to trade him? Or do you just hope... Because I mean, you're selling low. You're selling, You're selling low, really low. Maybe, maybe you think you can get a new quarter, a new coach in, a new coordinator, maybe rehab him a little bit. Can't fire Russell Wilson. You can fire a head coach, and you can fire an offensive coordinator. Yeah, you can't fire Russell Wilson. No. Um, you have to do whatever you can to make him look as good as you can, and then you can trade him. But then at that point, if he's looking good, then you don't want to trade him. So, no, I, I think Russell Wilson's the quarterback of the Broncos for at least, like, four more years. Could they get – Try to see if somebody isn't too worried about him thinking that, though. Could they just get somebody who thinks, oh, it's an offensive coordinator problem, it's a coach problem. Um, we, if Russell was looking I think you're selling so low. But what if it gets lower? And, I mean, you, you want that Because really what the concern right now is the contract. You pay him so much money. Like, it's going to be impossible to get that off the books. What team would want him? Would uh, you know want Russ at fifty million dollars? Not like what team would want Russ as their current starting quarterback? Because I'm sure you could get like ten teams to say yes. But how many teams would want Russ for like a quarter of the amount that you have to spend on an entire team? Panthers, they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, probably. They, they like paying people ridiculous amounts of money. That would be crazy. CMC for Russ, straight up. I mean, I mean, if you're Carolina, Carolina. or if you're Denver, you take that, right? Yeah. If if, yep. if you can you get, get all that, that contract, contract off your books, books right now. Mm-hmm. Well, but then you have CMC's contract, but that's just a, it's a shorter contract. Um, it's not nearly as much. I mean, it's a lot, especially for a running back, but it's not you know fifty million dollars. 
they they, 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 they fucking, fucking hate him, him right, right in the, the locker room. room. I don't know. I it, I you can never say <laughs> what's going on in the locker room. It's tough. Yeah, but I mean, there, he's not everyone, been a big locker room guy previously. Everyone is talking shit on Russell Wilson, like former teammates from Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marshawn Lynch and uh, Richard Sherman said they couldn't get a hold of him. They would have to go through his team. Sure. Yeah, and, and, and I believe it. Has, have you heard a single Denver Bronco come out and be like, hey, it's not true? Which Russ is our guy. Yeah, no. You would hear that very quickly if that were the case, and you have not heard a single you're probably person do that. You're probably, you're probably right. And I'm sure they don't, like, they can't talk to him that much. Like, he probably just shows up at practice. Does He, like, makes everyone pray. Um, I'm sure he works hard. I'm sure oh, I'm sure he works really hard. He was rehabbing, uh, like, 20 hours a day when he heard his thumb Also, not a big guy. No. no. Small guy. Usually small, small guys in professional sports don't age well. No. Been hit a lot in his career. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of sad. I thought this would be a much more fun AFC West than it has been. Yeah, I mean, still a lot of season to go. I think the Raiders are better than their record is. I do. Um, All four teams, though, in the AFC West. Slightly disappointing. I wouldn't say the Chiefs are slightly disappointing. Four and two? I think a lot of people expect the Chiefs to not be good. Who? A lot of people were very concerned about Tyreek Hill leaving. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, you're right, but I don't think anyone thought they wouldn't be good. Maybe not. Well, I don't. I mean, they lost to the Bills. Their offense has been down, and they lost the Colts. They lost the Bills. Their offense has not been down. In terms of like points per game. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Those are Chiefs points per game last year. Me on the spot here. Um. Chiefs. Chiefs. All right. I don't know. Scott, you kind of putting me on the spot here. Uh, okay. 179 points through six games. Is about what? This is this is a disaster. We're not going to be able to figure this out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, oh, right here. Offensive rank. Last year, they were fourth. Right now, they're first. Boom. <laughs> okay. Is that good? We'll have to revisit at the end of the year. You tell me, look at this handsome son of a bitch, Tony Gonzalez. So handsome. He's handsome. Um, Tony Gonzalez got like more handsome as he's gotten older. I, you know what? Some people, some guys, especially, just like when they, hopefully that's us, but like when they get to like 40 ish, they look even better. They like lose fat on their face. We're going to try. I think we drink too much for that. What? Hell yeah. You drink your like head gets bigger. Hell yeah. Um, Scott, you got time to talk some Nebraska football? Five minutes. Five minutes. Fast. Can five. I rip? Can I rip some takes real quick? And Boom. Bounce? Do it. Um, you said Purdue was going to beat the fuck out of Nebraska. They did not. It's close. Well, game. they beat the fuck out of our defense. Well, a hundred and one plays, six hundred yards uh, to a walk-on quarterback, a walk-on running back. Um, well, Aiden O'Connell is very good. He is really good. Yeah, but he was oh, putting some balls in six yards per play, but you get six hundred yards. Comes down to one thing: that's elite play calling. Jeff Brom is, you know, maybe the best play caller in college football. Uh, if he's not the best, then he's second to the best. To the next head coach of Nebraska, Lane Kiffin. That's what I got. Ooh, you was that me that convinced you, Lane Kiffin, or you just you? No, I I threw him in as an honorable mention last time. I've been high on the Lane train this whole time. Um, he tweets Apparently, so much. Board of Regents private plane from Nebraska went down to Oxford, Mississippi this past week. Private plane watch. We're already on it. That would be 
We ban on it. Here's the thing. Lance, is anyone has anyone's stock gone down more in the past few weeks than Lance Leipold? I mean, maybe that's crazy, though. Ask, expecting Kansas even win five games was crazy before this year. But they might, they may not, they may only win like one or two. Their schedule is hard now. Getting Kansas to a bowl game is a legit accomplishment. Is, but that would be his greatest achievement of all time, which isn't bad. Five national championships at Wisconsin Whitewater in six years. Wisconsin Whitewater. Is that, I mean, is that enough to move the needle at Wisconsin Whitewater? Because I mean, because really what we've, it seems, and I don't know if this is what Trev Alberts, the athletic director, is thinking, but. I mean, I mean, it, it feels, feels like, like you need somebody, somebody who's had sustained success, success at. And I mean, if you had, had, you need someone who has had sustained, 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 sustained. There you go. Success at yeah. not only a Power Five level, probably, probably like, like a Big, Big Ten, Ten or an SEC. Well, if you're looking at that, if you want sustained success at, at a Power Five and Big Ten level, you have two names that you're looking for, and that's it: Brett Bielma, Bill O'Brien. Those are your two guys. Or SEC. Oh, we're at an SEC level? Yeah. Oh, man. Then you're probably looking at Lane Kiffin. It, I mean, that's not sustained success. It, I mean, Brett Bielema, there's nobody alive who knows how to win in the Big Ten West better than Brett Bielema. Probably true. Um, man, in terms of coaches that like would be available from the SEC, Lane Kiffin... Oh, that'd be so fun if we got Link. I don't know if Mike Leach. I don't know if Link Kiffin is like the guy, but that would be so fun. Yeah, he could be. Here's what I'm saying. Here's a wild card. I'm just saying, look out for it. That would be so fun. Gundy. Gundy would be crazy. That's he's a. I want Lane. I I, I'm in on Lane. I'm in on a lot of guys. You can convince me of anybody. I'm. I just want the Huskers to be good. I don't. I don't care. We don't have to be good in a certain way for me to be happy. Boom. Just be good. Just be good. We can, there's a lot of different ways that you can be good in college football, more so than maybe any sport. Um, I think that's one of the like couple things that have. That, I think that's kind of what went wrong with Nebraska football. Is we had to be good in a certain way. It was for ridiculous. people to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, we gotta get back. I remember when um, Scott Frost first got here, maybe his second year. Um, they were interviewing. What was it, Frank, Frank Mike, Mike Reduzco? Mario. Mario, hell yeah. Mario um, Who He, he was, was a stud. He would smoke. smoke. I saw I him walking around the second floor of the stadium with a cigar in his and he, Yeah, he just walked around smoking it. it was sunglasses in, inside with an unlit cigar and sunglasses. Cool, like, circle sunglasses. He was fucking awesome. Probably not the best quarterback coach of all time. Nope. But uh, it was like his first year interview, second year interview, and they're like, hey, he's your quarterback going to run a lot? And he goes, oh, he's a dang Nebraska quarterback. We want him to run, right? And he's like, oh. Like, like even, even that. like I, you do, I mean, to be fair, you got Adrian Martinez for him to run the ball. That's true. But, so, I mean, yeah. I don't blame him for running Adrian that much. I blame him for, you know, didn't want not Joe. having a good enough offensive line for him to stay healthy his four years here. I, you know. Didn't want Joe Burrow. Forcing him to run the ball in into the teeth of the defense in red zone and short third downs because you didn't have a good running back. Um, forcing him to play with a broken jaw because you didn't trust the quarterbacks you had behind him. They actually have – it got I don't know who leaked it. It got leaked online. Um, they were making a documentary about him playing with a broken jaw. They did make a documentary. They were going to release it, but Adrian uh, transferred and Frost got fired. 
Um, um, you, you can, can watch, watch it. it. It's, it's like, like a two-part two documentary. documentary talking about how cool it is. It's like, like maybe yeah, the athletic department. It's on like video, video or whatever. Live league, maybe. Can you link it in the episode description? Um, Boom. Um, Good idea, Scott. I want to watch it. Um, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Fuck. Damn it. I was going to bring that up at the start. Um, it's okay. They'll do it now. Before, Before you go, go, I have to talk about Trey Palmer. Trey yeah. Palmer's a fucking animal. He's, according to PFF, which take that for you, Will, PFF College. I love PFF. Trey Palmer is the number one rated receiver in the country. He's also leading the entire country in yardage. He looks awesome. Um, first round draft pick. I'm calling it now. Probably first. Huskers first round draft pick since First first round draft pick. He keeps playing like this. He's looking like a first round wide receiver. He's a redshirt junior, so he can go. Uh, Red, uh, junior, true junior. No, nope, redshirt red junior. What? Yep. Um, COVID year. Nope, redshirt. Red um. I mean, you can double check that if you want, but he looks like a fucking animal. I mean, he was like coming into this year, we we knew we added some talent at wide receiver. I don't know if anyone knew like, oh, this guy's going to be number one wide receiver. There were a lot of names thrown around. Nobody had any idea. No one was expecting Trey Palmer to do stuff like this. I didn't even know if he would start. Yeah, yeah, former teammates with Justin, Justin Jefferson and, and Jamar Chase. Was on the national, national championship team. New Mickey Joseph, trusted Mickey Joseph. Turns out it paid off. Yeah. yeah. Mickey Joseph is a really good coach. Uh, you know, not really good uh, receivers coach. Maybe, Maybe the, the best, best wide receiver coach. In college football, ever. currently. Maybe ever. Uh, that guy at Ohio State is pretty good. He stinks. And the guy at Alabama is pretty no, good. No, he stinks. Mickey Joseph <laughs> right. is the best. Um... Okay, Scott's got to get back. He's got, got 10, 10 to the farm. farm. He's got to hop on a tractor. Um, he's got to go see old Bo Got to pick up, get the beans out of the ground. Yeah, got to see old Bo Cephas. Um, if you're still listening now, thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, we look uh, forward to doing more of these. Please like and subscribe. Follow all that wherever you're listening to. Uh, Going to be doing a lot more expanding. Going to be re-adding video in. Uh, Going to be on more platforms. We're going to be doing it all. Um, hopefully, hopefully someday we can do these earlier in the day where we have more energy. Um, that would be ideal. Yeah. My football season will be ending soon, so I'll be my, my schedule free up. Uh, we'll, we'll probably also be doing a better job of getting these out right when the games end. Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just doing a better job. more consistent schedule coming soon. Yeah. Scott Frost. Or, Jesus Christ. I almost called you Scott Frost. I did call you Scott Frost. Scott uh, just finished his uh, JV team. Six and one. Congratulations, Scott. Appreciate it. You killed it. Hell yeah. They were great. Pitch a shout out in the last game. Bought the boys donuts. Hell yeah. Where, where from? Krispy Kreme. Obviously. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye.